Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, November 30th. It's a nice brisk day here in Los Angeles, but we got the sun out, which always makes me happy. And we also have another, like a sunshine, a piece of sunshine that's joining Daily Dose today. So I'm going to introduce the guest in just a moment. But for those of you guys that are new here, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for subscribing, the like button, all that, the five-star ratings and reviews. I see your guys' reviews. Thank you for most of you. Some of you, I will not thank you, but I appreciate the engagement. And um, those of you that listened to the Patreon last night, I covered that crazy-ass documentary, Love Has One, which I, maybe I'll Maybe I'll surprise my guest and ask if he's watched it. But it's nothing, uh, you know, too scandalous, I guess. Um, we're going to bring on my guest, the funny comedian extraordinaire podcaster, Justin Martindale. Welcome oh. to the show. Hi, good morning. It's so lovely to be here. Oh, my God, and Justin. Yes, it was a, a beautiful, sunny day. That rainbow yesterday was epic. you're on the other side of the hill because i'm in the valley so the rainbow like was going straight into ventura boulevard it was crazy where was it on your end i was actually at chris's house helping her with her uh real tree yeah (laughs) and who who buys those (laughs) she has a real tree um it's it's not a fake tree it's a real tree and um It was a third. It's like a thirteen-foot massive tree. I'm like, how? How did you get this in the house? And and she needed me to like put the little star on. So from her balcony, it was just like the perfect. I mean, it was so bright and so beautiful. It was great. So did she get a receipt for that tree? I just want to make sure that she keeps that in a very safe, safe place. I know, so, right? so yeah, I was wondering if the other side of the rainbow went straight into high tops in West Hollywood. Yes, yes, yeah. Right, it yeah. Looks, yes. West Hollywood's like, give me all the rainbow. You know, my exactly. son was, my son is so funny. He sent me a text from the car, from the bus coming home from his, um, his school day. And it was a picture of the rainbow going down. And he said, look, mom, God is an ally. I'm like, oh my God. That I is think that's like an Ariana Grande song. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, this is so fun to have you here. Especially yeah, because, I'm so excited. you know. You're you've been all over the place lately. You're just you're just getting everywhere, Mr. Justin. I know. I it's it's I'm having a good time. It's nice, it's nice being busy. And I see all the comments. Hi, everyone. Um I know everyone's so yeah, excited no, that you're here. It's it's uh yeah, it's been a uh yeah, interesting summer fall. Yeah. And uh it's just getting busier, and I'm really excited, and I'm glad that you know people are discovering me and staying with me and and on the new adventures that are happening with me. So, so are, is there a season for comedy? Is there like a heightened season, like pilot season for TV, for comedians, stand-up comedians? Not really. I want to say like, if there is one, it's usually like, I want to say like the spring, summer, when there's like a lot of festivals. 
you know, there's like, there's like Moon Tower in Austin. There's, you know, Montreal just for laughs. There's, there's a lot of them spread out throughout the year, but we're pretty much busy the uh, entire season. Like I, I'm, I have to pack because I'm going to Colorado Springs this weekend at, um, at three E's comedy club. So if you're in Colorado Springs, come see me. um, Or check out Justin. Yeah. um, But yeah, I have like a really early flight and I have to pack for winter, um, (laughs) which I, Evan's like, do you have a heavy coat? I'm like, what did you call me? And uh, it's, (laughs) so I have to like look for a heavy coat and go to, Colorado tomorrow morning. So I would suggest Zara or H&M. I feel like those are the spots where you can get like an affordable thing. It won't last forever, but it will yeah. last one trip. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I think I have like a, I think I have like a big puffy coat somewhere in my closet. So we also are getting a comment and this is interesting um, about your hair. So oh. Beth said her son wants to do her hair, his hair like yours. So what's oh. the routine? Can you can you walk us through? <laughs> it's actually really easy. Um, I get out of the shower, I dry my hair, and then I get one of my favorite products ever, ever, is there's an Aveda texturizing spray. And it's in like a little like brownish black bottle. And I just go all over with it. Then you blow dry it. And I blow dry my hair like this. And then I just put it up. And then I get a little bit of like texturizing cream, put that in there, and then just spray it. And it it, it moves, but it's not like, you know, rock hard. Okay, so. you guys. So if it's you easy. want... So if easy. you want more notes like this, um, <laughs> I, I believe Justin's going to be doing some Ask Me Anythings on his Patreon. Can you share? You yes. just started a Patreon this week. Yes, I did start a Patreon this week. You are going to help me because I am so technically like not with it when it comes to like uploading and sharing and all that kind of stuff. I can do it on Instagram, but like I I made this video and I, it like some people were like, we can't see it. And some people were like, we see it. But yeah, I started a Patreon. I'm going to be updating it um, as much as I can once I get the swing of it. Yeah. But I'm going to learn as fast as I can. <laughs> so I could, because I'm so excited to like get on it and share stuff with you and like do and ask me anything and have a yeah. little happy hour and, you know, talk it's about really- the shows we're all watching and stuff like that. It's really such a cool community. Just like, you know, Patreon, a lot of people have uh, connected it with some some negative stuff. But actually, Patreon is really just such a cool, low-priced mm-hmm. way to connect with your mm-hmm. favorite creators. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. I, and I, I like, subscribe to so many. Yeah. I, and I like the idea of just engaging more, like, one-on-one um, and, like, kind of telling people – uh, beforehand, what guests I have on my podcast, where I'm going to be performing next uh, year, and and stuff like that, just to kind of give them the the little like, this is what's happening before everybody else knows, you know. Totally, I want the inside mm-hmm. scoop. I want to feel like you know, I know before Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> always tell us before Reddit. Always tell the dosers. That's the goal. Yes, okay, of course, of course. Do you? ever check out Reddit? Are you one of them? Because I've admitted that I am a Reddit voyeur. Um, I've seen, I've seen it, but then I feel like if I go in, then I will not be coming out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we always want to come out. I always laugh. Um, just some of the, just some of the things I've seen, there's just been like the, the conspiracies. I think somebody sent me a picture of me on stage 
and they circled the microphone cord on the ground and I didn't even like see what they were talking about. I was like, oh God, did they see like some, the microphone wire made like a name in it on the floor or something? <laughs> like, was it in cursive or like, but it was like somebody liked my post or whatever. They're like, ah, you know, I'm like, who cares? Like, uh, Aww. So, so it makes me laugh because like some of it is just so like, <laughs> like conspiracy theories. Yeah. Just, yeah. Did you, did you hear? Justin winked and it meant this, you know, I'm like, and what did it mean when you winked, Justin? I had um, a, a mosquito fly in my eye. That's what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> I, Cause I, I leave I my windows exactly. open. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so tell, um, so you've been doing Jeff Lewis's show. I have so yeah. many fans of Jeff Lewis and also haters, but that's just who Jeff is um, that follow this show. So how has that been going to kind of get into that chump community? Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. Uh, it's just really fun. It's just, I mean, it's just what I do. I just like getting on and just talking and, and Jeff's just been really awesome. I love Ryan Bailey. He and I have just really clicked. Everybody I've done the show with Carney is great. I actually have Carney coming on for my podcast. Um, in December, we're going to do a very Carney Christmas. And Are you going to we might, we actually might, because I was a little disappointed because Ryan Bailey and I had that sing off where we have to like play name that tune. And Jeff was like, you're going up against Carney and she's going to kick your ass. And I was like, bring it. And we never did it. So I think I'm going to have like a name that tune with Carney. Um, but yeah, I've just been having a blast. The after show, I did my first after show. I think that was last week. I'm doing it again next Wednesday, the night of the party. Um and it's just been fun and it should be fun because when it's not, you're just like, what are we doing? What's this for? You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. it's just, I just, everyone's just been very, very nice. You know, I've had the occasional like enough with him already. And I'm like, well, sorry. <laughs> well, there's um, always, I mean, you can guarantee, and this is for Jeff too, but anyone yeah. that Jeff has on his show will get hate in those comments. Like it's oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm fine with that because I feel like trolls are going to be trolling, you know, but um, I don't have a problem with people saying like, this guy's not funny or, you know, he sucks or whatever. That's fine. But when you get, you know what I'm talking about, dark and dangerous, that's when I'm like, okay. This I know it's fun. a it's a it's an interesting thing. And I always talk about my friend Zach Peter about how he told me when I was starting this, because I'm still just under a year, almost a year doing Daily Dose. And so mm -hmm. when I started the show, I remember getting just so devastated by every mean comment. And it yeah. does still hurt and sting sometimes, but he did say it's a muscle, you know, it's a muscle that you have to kind of keep working at. And then every mm -hmm. single time you go back to that gym, it just gets stronger or it doesn't exactly. affect you as much, you know. Yeah. And I wanted to say thank you because I really feel like I met you through, I think it was your reaction to all the drama. And I mean, I, it was one thing to have, um, it was nice for someone to stand up to me, but I feel, or to stand up for me, stand up to me. I feel like it was really nice to have someone stand up for me, but it was also just very more, it was a lot more special to have a stranger stand up for me. You know what I mean? Like you didn't know me and you just kind of gave all. your reaction to the whole scenario. And I was just like, cool. So you were well, my I little uh, rainbow ally. Oh, I'm God. I am Mother God. If you've watched Love is One, the documentary. Oh, no, I have not seen uh, Mother God yet, but it's it, in the queue. 
it is in immediately. The immediately. Yeah, John but Hale, no, John I Hale will, was like, you have to. It's beyond. But going back to what you were just saying, I think what it is for me, and this is like, and we'll get into Beverly Hills today and like the whole thing about Sutton. But for me, sometimes I really, really struggle when I hear that um, someone is just getting not getting stood up for like they're they don't have someone standing up for them and this is like not to get you know dark and devastating or depressing but you know i'm a jew i live here in america and i've never experienced what we've experienced in these last few weeks with the war and everything and so those people that are out there that are not jewish and they say to me in the dms or on messages or on facebook saying like i stand with you and i'm i'm here for you and whatever those mean so much more than just a fellow jew saying I understand. I don't know why, but I think that that's what you're kind of saying. Cause I was so out of it. I was mm. just reporting on it, but I thought, Hey, there's something funky about this. He's getting a lot yeah. of really awful, awful messages. I feel like as a content creator, I, if someone was attacking one of my guests, I would probably say, Hey, stop, you know, but yeah. that was, that was where it started. Yeah. And I feel like even just like the check-ins, you know, I had, I think I had like one person in that group who actually like reached out and was like, are you know, are you okay? Like, and, and I even reached out to, uh, two people who were going through a similar situation, um, and reached out to them and was just like, Hey, I just hope you guys are okay. And, you know, I just want to say, I, I, I care about you. And, you know, when it all happened with me, it was just crickets. So it's just nice when people stand up and check in. And I think oh my that's gosh. very important. Yeah. And you don't even need to fully believe the person's story to be a good friend. Like that's right. also another thing. It's like when I fight with my husband, just say, um, let me go into therapy and tell you about my fights. So sure. when I fight, when I fight with my husband, the day is young. <laughs> uh, let's, let's do this all day. And Evan, are you, are you there? You want to come on in? Um, <laughs> so when Lance and I get into an argument about something that he deems silly and he doesn't get but I'm so upset by it. The worst thing he can do is is belittle me, walk away, you know, ghost me about it or, or call me a bad, like crazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I always say the only thing you need to do right now is I'm sorry that you feel that way. And right. you don't have to agree that I have a right to be so mad about what you did, but you just still should be there for me as a friend, as a husband, as a lover, as a whatever. A lover. I can't believe I just said that out loud. I uh, lover. I hate that. I word. do too. It's so weird. Ew. Can you imagine calling lover. calling him your lover? This is my lover. I'm going to take a lover tonight. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm here for a res- <laughs> I have a reservation for two, me and my lover. Me and my lover. It reminds me of that SNL sketch when they're in the hot tub, Will Ferrell and, uh, and Rachel Dratch. <laughs> yeah. We, we eat spiced lamb shanks in the hot tub. <laughs> You're so good at voices. It's amazing. Wait, you also did the Watcher voice so perfectly oh, on Jeff Lewis Live. Like that. That was so fun. Well, I had done it before on the road. Uh, it was actually for, uh, I, I think, one of uh, one of the live shows that we did. And uh, uh, there was like a letter. I wrote a, a fake letter and just read it on stage. And then when he mentioned it, I was like, I can do that. So, I, w- I yeah, it's just been fun. I've just had a good time. And I love that everyone gets a kick out of it. It's really and I'm fun. Glad, I'm glad it has like a voice within the within the group, you know. Yeah. And no, you do. My, if that's my chump name, then so be it. <laughs> the, the watcher. watcher? <laughs> There's worse. There's worse names out there. Um, I know. So I'll take oh my that, gosh, I'll take that over Chumpendale any day. Chumpendale. <laughs> Have you heard that? 
I have heard it. I think it's cute, but I was like jumping tail. What? I mean, it sounds like a show like at Magic Mike, <laughs> like next to Magic Mike, Chumpendale. It sounds like it sounds like a um like it sounds it sounds like the heavier version of Chippendales. <laughs> like, like, just a bunch of like construction workers with their shirts off. Oh, it's it's like for the for the chubby chasers of, of <laughs> Chippendales. Yeah. Chippendales. Just the, nor- the normal guys out there who just feel good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of those Ozempic Nation. Heather Gay yeah. just admitted that she's on Ozempic. Did you see that? Heather, Heather Gay, Gay Real Houses of Salt Lake City said she is on Ozempic, but it's not working. <laughs> really? I That's mean, what I saw. Are we over the whole like Ozempic taboo yet? You know what's crazy? Well, I have friends that are on Ozempic, okay? They all have told me this. They cannot get it anymore. Now, they used to be able to find ways to get it. Now, it's officially completely impossible to get for some of these people because mm. it really did start with just like, you know, maybe a little more of the rich people could do it or right, more right, right. connected. I think everyone, everyone that loses weight, I think we can just assume. I mean, is it fair to, because I feel like a lot of, you know, New Year's is coming up. I feel like a lot of people's New Year's resolutions is to lose weight. I think now it's just like, I got to find Ozempic. You got to find my way. Like I, I saw want a picture Ozempic. of Brie. Oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, I want Ozempic in my stocking. Do you think it's going to be there, Lance? <laughs> you saw a picture mommy, of Brie? Mommy, what's in your stocking? Nothing. It's for mommy. Um, I yeah, I love. Well, I, we just finished selling Sunset, oh. and um, I guess there was a picture of Brie, and Evan was just like, "I think does Brie look like she's on Ozempic?" And I was like, "Probably." My God, I think everyone everyone kind of is now. Yeah, I'm I mean. Not. I'm not. Those selling sunset girls are so slim anyway. And honestly, I can't get over. I know this is now like a joke, but it really is bananas to see the way they dress on that show. Oh, my God. Here, I want to do a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised SNL hasn't done this sketch. It, it's not selling sunset. It's like selling Main Street. And it's just normal women in real estate, like in Wyoming or something. And they're walking in slow motion with their patterns and they're like the wind in their hair. I would, I would die. Like they, they have LuLaRoe leggings on hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. They just in their like Talbot's outfits, just like <laughs> <laughs> sauntering to some song that doesn't exist. <laughs> I feel song, like, I feel like we have seen that. We have seen that on TLC. Oh, like, what? that's a TLC this, show. Sure. Selling Main Street. And <laughs> We're going to work fight. on that. They just fight. They're like, who drank the coffee? Shannon, I swear. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shannon so ate my lunch in the fridge, y'all. Oh, my, <laughs> my gosh. My name was you... on it, but she ate it. <laughs> do you watch um, any TLC? Do you watch Sister Wives? No, I don't. I know. I know. I, I know. You I, see I my know. face? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't watch Sister Wives. I know. I. It's it weird would. It would be great content for you. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like that show in the sense of like, you can't, well, any of those TLC shows, honestly. But yeah. Love Has One is on the top of your list, the documentary, Mother, Mother God. God. And then you can twin maybe flames. get Sister Wives in there. <laughs> I have to do Twin Flames. Oh, my God. I know. I haven't seen that way. I'm in my period era and not like that, but like I'm watching Gilded Age. I'm in Outlander. Like I am in like escape 
ism. Like, I don't want like real stuff. Like, even selling sunset. I watch selling sunset because it's like right up the street from me. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I know, I know this. You yeah. know, um, the comedy store was in an episode, which was very exciting. But uh uh yeah, I like I like escape, you know, and I'm also now in Housewives Hell because like Evan got me into it. So I uh, honestly, thank you, Evan. Um, yeah. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But you said that you're so close to selling sense at the Oppenheimer group. Or is that what they're yeah. called? Oppenheimer? Oppen- Oppenheim. No, Oppenheimer is the bomb movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's similar, right? Yeah. If no, well, there's, yeah, there's, it goes nuclear a couple times. <laughs> yeah. The Oppenheims. Okay. Number one, you're a tall guy. Mm-hmm. Those, those men, those brothers. They're very yeah. small. Yeah, I think tiny. They're like five six, five seven. Did you watch the reunion? No. Okay. There is one. Did you see my face? Yeah. No. <laughs> it, first of all, it's the longest reunion ever. It's like an hour and a half long reunion. Way Who's too long. Who's hosting? Um, what's his name from Queer Eye? Uh, Tan. Okay. Tan from Queer Eye. I think his name's Tan. The, Does he do a? better job or a worse job than Andy? It's very like safe. It's actually very sincere as well. He does a good job, but it's not like it, it is. It's the Netflix version of Andy pretty much. Got it. And, um, but yeah, they like hook them all up to like lie detector tests and it's just weird. Um, really, really, <laughs> really, really long, really long show. But they asked one of the guys, I don't even know their names. I, I call them thing one and thing two. Um, but, um, I think they're like five, four, five, no. four, five, five. They're not even like five, six, but they wear like flats. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Well, I think it's also weird just because they like tall women. So like seeing him, the main guy, the one that dated Chriselle Jason, I think his name is seeing him with his girlfriend, <laughs> Ava Maria or what's her name? Maria. Uh, no, it's Marie Lou. Marie Lou. It's not Mary Lou. It's Marie Lou. I kept calling her Mary Lou. And I was like, yeah. it's Marie Lou. Yeah. Marie. But yeah. she's towering over him. And I was watching an episode and Lance walked in and he's like, Lance is also a tall guy and I'm short. So it like worked for both of us in that sense. But he's like, I could never, I could never date a woman that was so much taller than me. I'm That would also yeah. be weird because he's 6'2". So like, I guess he would date a WNBA player. But Exactly. I like a short guy, by the way. Yeah, you know short that? King's Rock. Yeah. Short King's Rock. I I really, truly, I've always had the crush on the short guy. I've got a short king, so. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's three I'm feeling foot it. two. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Matt Roloff. He's shelf. He's, he's right here, everyone. Say hi. Uh, he's no. my elf on a shelf. He's, he does um, look like an elf on a shelf, though. It's kind of weird. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know if that's a positive. <laughs> no, it's great. Cause it's always like if if I'm in trouble or like if I if I think I did something wrong, he he does the like the little elf on the shelf eyes, and I'm like, oh yeah, my bad. Oh my gosh, I've been, this I've been bad yeah, I, for Christmas. You make me laugh. You make me laugh. Like <laughs> unlike a lot of people. Okay, so um, so Justin, yes. we are going to get into some of last night's TV. I feel like we just okay. got to go right in. There was a lot of other things we could have talked about, but nothing is more important than last night's TV. And actually, I think we need to start. Okay, I'm gonna say 
I want to start with Miami only because there's less I want to talk about with Miami. I'm so uninterested in Miami compared to everything else right now. I don't know about you. Oh my gosh, look at this lovely super sticker from BC saying, Justin, you are sunshine and make me laugh so hard when you're on Jeff Lewis. So happy that we're all able to get to know you better. Wishing you the best always. So sweet. Um, Justin, I'll Venmo you five later. (laughs) (laughs) It's an even split. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I loved Miami. I loved, I loved, I loved Miami. And then last night I was just kind of like, I don't know. It it just seems, but now, but it picks up with Lisa being like, the bullies are at my house. And I'm like, okay, now we're back. Yes. Now we're back. So it, it did feel like a little bit of a filler episode where mm-hmm. we're just kind of going over the same stuff, but nothing tripped me out more than seeing Adriana during her ketamine therapy. What is ketamine therapy? What is it? Ketam- well, ketamine is a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> I know. So like, who does this? Miami housewives and twinks at, at, <laughs> do, they? do they, is this a thing? Well, I mean, yeah. I know people, I know people who take it, but like, I, I know of it as, as therapeutic, but it's like, I feel like it just became therapeutic, like, like a year ago or something. So um, I guess they're saying that it's good for depression and to kind of, it's, I guess it's somewhat, somewhat how some people do like an ayahuasca situation or yeah. like medicinal um, mushrooms or whatever. But I don't understand. Well, I don't know. It looked like it was in liquid form. I've never seen it like in a liquid form. So I don't know if that kind of gives you a different reaction than like the other ways you can take it. But like, I was like, oh, she is like time traveling. She is like going to other dimensions. Like it was, it was, and I get so nervous. I've never done hallucinogens. It always scares me. Because everyone's like, oh, yeah, you just float in the clouds. And you, and I'm like, no, because the minute I would take it, I'd have some, like, horned demon on this, like, end of my bed speaking Latin and, like, you know, sucking my soul out of my body. And I'm like, I can't do that. It's Thursday, you know. I <laughs> don't I don't understand it either because I think, like – I'm not some, I'm not even good with edibles, right? Like weed. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not either. I'm not either. Really? Okay. Everyone's, I, everyone always says that I'm high or on drugs or what, like I look stoned and I'm like, I, I honestly have the, the, I'm six, four and I have the like tiniest like tolerance for that kind of stuff. But you drink, right? You do drink. Well, I'm not a prude. Yeah. <laughs> but You're not, not like, you know, crazy. Come on. no, 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 no. I'm not Denise either last night. Um. <laughs> I've never seen a face like hers. Like he literally looked like Gumby or whatever. Do you yeah, well, it was she was giving bold and beautiful, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that to me, you know, anything like when when Julia drove our Adriana there and the woman that was like administering said, Okay, so you're gonna be here. I'm sorry, and- no, 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 no. Hold on. You mean yeah. Dr. Wiener? <laughs> <laughs> that was her name dr wiener <laughs> oh my god that's the first sign yeah. <laughs> poor dr wiener but she but she says you know you're gonna be here and there you're gonna be <laughs> no. and i thought to myself that sounds like fucking hell yeah no kidding i don't want to like, be anywhere but here yeah, you know what sounds great today? To travel the multiverse. No, I don't want to do that. I don't need to see that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel to me like, you know, 
I'm a control freak, obviously a little bit. And I think that's why you and I probably don't like the feeling of edibles when you feel out of body. The last time I was really high, I thought I was in a floating magic carpet and I was just begging mm-hmm. for cherry tomatoes. Weirdest experience of my life. So mm-hmm. I, so I personally would like to just stick with a few cocktails. I know kind of how to handle that feeling. But the ketamine therapy did freak me out. And then she started to go, she started to have this emotional meltdown. Yeah. And Julia wouldn't be a housewife in, unless, you know, she had to cry alongside with her and make it about her I a know, little bit. I love Julia. You do? I do. I just think she's, just, I know, I know. I just think she's so sweet and like genuine. And I, I just think she's really there. Like for her to like go up to her, like she's getting emotional while she's having this like journey and healing with her father being deceased and her brother i believe and and then you know you just want to just just get through the opera girl like at the same time i'm like just let's just belt that number out and say we did it you know i have to say if we like is this over the opera like it's been 14 episodes of the Seriously. opera i feel like we're watching making the band it is Seriously. out of control it's like oh and it's 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 like jarring my dogs jump yeah, yeah. It's it's worse than the fireworks at the Grove during the Christmas tree lighting. You know, it's just, it's so much. It's just, and, all, and all the neighborhood dogs are like, rrr, 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 which is, when and we I have also, the windows open. I also feel a little bit, you know, I, I'm joking about Julia. I don't, I don't mind her at all. There's so many worse housewives out there. But I do <laughs> find it a little bit like self-serving, this whole opera thing, because she's saying it's for Martina, but somehow I don't know if Martina really is, dying for this performance no um i i don't either i think this is just her apology for like missing the the last day of treatment yeah yeah i think uh i think that but that's why she missed the last day of treatment no she missed the last day of treatment because she was too busy doing opera lessons for herself Oh, she was planning the party yeah so So martina's like great so this is like (laughs) i'm gonna make an extra special and it's like special K. Special yeah, yeah, K yeah. in everyone's That's drink. what they should do. That they should slip special K in everyone's cocktail and let Julia have her moment. So a lot of the comments, and I should know this too, that a lot mm-hmm. of wieners could be whiner. I actually do know a Melissa Weiner, and I hope she doesn't listen to this show because that would just, you know. So it she could said be. Wiener. She said Evan. She did, said did she say Dr. Wiener last Wiener. night? It was Dr. Evan and I know Wieners, and she said Dr. Wiener. Yeah. Okay. Listen, you know, my, yeah. you don't want to know my maiden name. It would kill you. <laughs> okay. So, so what was I going to say really fast? I, okay. Let's keep on moving and let's talk about a couple other things on housewives or Miami is the new thing on these housewives. Just seeing couples sit down and do a podcast. Like how many yeah. times can we watch this on different varieties yeah. of real housewives? Yeah. I mean, you have Heather in Salt Lake and you have Larsa in Miami and that, God, I know their names. It's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean, yeah, I think it's like, we're going to, we're going to start this and we're going to do it. But also it's like, who, it's the most like, I think it's so, I don't know. I feel like it could be helpful for people, but at the same time, like what an ego project. They're just like, I know what you all want to know about us and our love lives and how we I, do it. It's like, okay. I, I mean, uh, the Meredith, the Meredith and Seth podcast, at least comes with some meat because they have kids mm-hmm. they've been married for years. They separated. They got to the Larsa and, and Marcus podcast is the most un like, I have no interest. Not, not one. What are they going to teach us? What are they going to tell us? 
how to throw parties after two days of being away from each other. By the way, <laughs> I would like a little bit of a nicer return when I go out of town. Yeah. After seeing when that. I get, when I get back from Colorado, if this place is not filled with balloons <laughs> and cake and shrimp cocktail, we're going to have words. <laughs> I think that honestly, it's it's a uh, um, you know it's just setting everyone up for disappointment. All these mm-hmm. all these unreal housewives, and also you know uh, Nicole. My favorite is Nicole. I love Nicole and Anthony. She's I cool. Yeah, she seems cool, right? Yeah, yeah, she does. But Alexia, well, actually, no, Marisol. Would you like uh, a friend like Marisol in real life, or would she drive you crazy? I find her so entertaining, even though she's nuts. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I already have a lot of those people in my life, just Amari Soul. Um, I just think she's just really, really funny. But I mean, if you cross her, it's like, whoo. But it's always good to be on Amari Soul's good side. Oh, my God. She just cracks me up how she was like, I she's fell. She's so and funny. I, so funny. Self-diagnosed. Like, she's, <laughs> she's like, I broke my spine, my jaw, my elbow. Like, I'm like, did you just... Are you like the last scene in Death Becomes Her when she just shatters at the bottom of the stairs? <laughs> like, what happened? That's the best movie. That is the best movie, Death Becomes Her. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is the story of the housewives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're exactly. All, they're all becoming th- Death Becomes Her. I think my favorite thing about housewives is this: is the new, without ketamine, time travel approach where they're like, what could go wrong? And it's like five minutes later. Like that's my, I get the biggest laugh out of that. Or they like travel back. They're like four hours ago. And they you do know, a little just, rewind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so funny. And they're like, I never said that. And then it cuts to them being like, I said that. <laughs> and then it goes back to them. <laughs> yeah. You can't, I'm all, I have to be honest. Like my memory is probably just not great enough, but I am always so surprised how these housewives can recall for the most part, exactly what they said. Like when Kyle Richards is doing the Sutton impression of the Erica impression, she nails it. How did you yeah. remember everything? They have great. Me- I think they're trained. It's production. They, it has to be. That they're replaying everything and telling them or they'll exactly. they'll be like, remember when so-and-so said this about okay. you? And then they'll show it to them and they'll show them. And then okay, they so, so you think that there's some meddling there? Because I'm always like, wow, six weeks later, Dorit remembered that she used this exact verbiage with Garcelle. In a, yeah, in, no. After eight drinks. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, mm. yeah, right, right. You I don't, think, you don't I need to even give me one be. drink to forget. Um, yeah. So... So, and what are your thoughts on Alexia's husband, Todd, and why he just doesn't want to ever be around? You remember Alexia? The, yeah, um, I mean, would you? No. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I, I, whenever all those women get together, like, I, if I was there, I'd immediately find shelter in some sort of panic room. Just right. because it's just... They go from zero to like a hundred. Like Miami's the best way because it's like when they were going to that basketball game, they're just like, this is so much fun. And then two minutes later, no, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. Like we're trapped in this hellhole on wheels, like going to a charity basketball game and everyone's screaming. I just think Todd's just like, you know what? I'm out. But the whole like breaking of bread. I'm like, okay, Todd, relax with the drama. (laughs) A little, a little dramatic, but also last week's episode. And there's nothing that will gross me out more than if someone says, I'm feeling a little flatulent, (laughs) whatever the hell. I know. Flatulent. You're feeling gassy in a closed car and you expect no one to care. What? Yeah. Yeah. And why would you say that out loud? Gross. Like I never want to know that about anyone. No. No. There's certain things like bad breath, 
flatulence, bad smells. Like, I guess it's all smelly stuff. Like, I don't want, I don't want knowledge of it, any of it, right? God, no, no, don't want, don't, don't need to know. Don't care. That's all I see when I see Adriana now. Okay, so let's move on <laughs> to Beverly Hills because Beverly Hills, what a thrill. Yeah. Name the movie. Uh, Name the movie. Beverly Hills. Yes. I knew you were in. <laughs> I knew you could do it. Yep. It's cookie time. It's cookie the time. best. It's the best movie of life. Wait, so how bad. old are you, Justin? I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, shut up. <laughs> do you do you hide it, really? No, I don't hide it, but it's just people. Like, I, I, okay. And it's. It is funny when I think when people ask me or like they think they know and then I'm like, oh, or whatever. I mean, you can guess. Would you say, would you say you, well, were you born in the 90s? Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I freaked out there, but I was trying to, you were born in the 80s, but you Mm -hmm. were born in the 85 and on? (laughs) No, I'm 43. (laughs) Yeah. We're the same in, age. I'm 42. I, I was born in 1980. Yeah. Ah, I'm an 81 baby. That's yeah. so interesting. Well, you look so much better than me. Thank you. And I Did think you pop two kids true. out? No, no, no. No, it's just, just, I don't know. Jeans. Oh my I, gosh. Whatever. I love it. Where were you born? No Botox, no Botox, no fillers, nothing. So, what the hell? You haven't done anything? Good for you. And you know what? Most truthful. men at this age really shouldn't. Like, I, I don't, I feel like it's a little weird when you start so young. I mean, we all see those. Yeah. But. Yeah. And I can't do it. Like, I'm just so expressive on stage with like my facial expressions and stuff like that. And I just don't want to be like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. Am I right? You know, I don't want to. <laughs> like, do you, does, Botox, <laughs> does Botox give you an accent as well? Yeah, exactly. It turns me French or something. I can't use my vocal cords. Am I right? Is everyone having a good time today? Like, I can't. No. They're like, why is Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast on stage? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is mm-hmm. so funny. Um, let's go on to Beverly Hills. Okay. Yeah. I have been so ready for last night's episode. Number one. When you look back at last night's TV and the hour of Beverly Hills, it was a gift. It was like, yeah, it was so amazing for the soul. It felt like old school, real housewives. It was so unhinged. Secret (laughs) Santa delivered. Secret Santa so delivered. So obviously the biggest story on Beverly Hills was the introduction of Morgan, Morgan Wade, Kyle's friend. Friend. Very good. Just friends. Don't say anything else, right? No way. They're just I friends. Mean, it's so obvious after last they're night. They're just friends. Do you know any Morgan Wade songs? I'm going to make you love me. The song that, that she on, did with Kyle. But is that like played on the radio? No. It's played on my Instagram stories often. <laughs> See, I haven't heard it. It's kind of like, I don't know, like G Flip. And Morgan Wade are just two musicians that I've never heard of or or like never heard their music rather. I know who they are, but I just couldn't tell you a song. Well, I'll tell you something about Morgan. And I've mentioned this before, which was very shocking to me because I also have never heard her music before Kyle got involved. Yeah. That, that thumbs up is so trippy. But my friends, I have two 
I have two man friends, one being gay, one being straight, totally uh-huh. separated. Like they're not, you know, they're baseball dads, right? That's mm-hmm. really it. They're my kids, friends, dads. And we were at a birthday party and I mentioned something about Real Housewives. And one of them says, oh my gosh, is that the one that Morgan Wade's like hooking up with the girl or whatever? And I said, yeah, yeah what do you, what? What do you know? And he's like, I love Morgan Wade. He starts playing me some Morgan Wade music. Another dad walks by and he's like, oh, is that Morgan Wade? Mm-hmm. So she does have an audience out there. I mean, she clearly she's got, does she has out. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not trying to say she's like not a good artist. I just, I'm like, I've just heard so much about these people that I'm like, but I haven't heard their music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's on my, that's my fault. I need to you, like deep dive. I need to do a Spotify playlist and get with it. Honestly, some of her music that I have heard, I haven't heard all yeah. of her music, but I did want to hear the song that Kyle first heard that mm-hmm. made her stock Morgan, according to Morgan yesterday. And it's a beautiful song, but let's talk about this really fast. So the storyline is that they're, they're saying, and I think it's probably true is that Kyle first found Morgan's music like fell in love with the lyrics and then wanted to get her attention by following her, sharing her and their sto- her stories and essentially kind of stalking. I'm, that's what Morgan <laughs> said it. So I don't want to call it that, but yeah, I mean, pursuing a friendship mm. with Morgan, but watching their behavior. And I don't know, I used to be a casting director, so I'm good at like reading things. And I don't know about you just like from reading a room as a comedian, I imagine you have to do that like crazy, right? Oh, I can read people as well. So yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Okay, so I read rooms and people. Yeah, you can do it all. Tell me if you did not suspect if there hasn't been press around this and it was just a random girl, a random scene, what would your opinion be about their two the dynamic? Mm, I would say they were tickled with each other. I mean, you see it, you know, there's just a little like that's nothing said, but it's. I just thought it was just a yeah. It's a little a little like it was new, it's fun, Twitter pated, you know. Totally. Mm-hmm. I also got a feeling of, you know, Kyle has introduced a few of her friends on camera, right? We've seen Justin Sylvester, who was on the episode Faye, oh, yeah. obviously. I know Justin, yeah. Yeah, because he's he does E, right? He's like a reporter. Yeah. He did uh he did my what the fashion show uh, a couple times, I believe. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he, it, you know, she's introduced a bunch of her friends on the show over the years. Mm-hmm. Jen, her, which is her assistant slash friend. But we've never seen such a clear, like Kyle really was uncomfortable in the moment, like uncomfortable, but, but excited, but awkward. It was an mm-hmm. awkward vibe. Even the t- tattoo artist is like, are you guys fucking? <laughs> like he didn't say it, but he was thinking it. He was thinking it. Yeah. She was she was giddy. She was um excited. She was uncomfortable with her body, like her body language. She was playful, obviously. A side of Kyle that we really haven't seen mm-hmm. at all with Mo ever. Well, because I feel like she's giving Kyle something that Mo couldn't, which goes back to the OG table scene. Yeah, your husband will never truly fulfill you. No, uh, that. Dubois. Oh, you got balloons. Got balloons for smoking an electronic cigarette. (laughs) They're like, Um, I think think that you're right. I think you're right. And also, so let's just like go through the scenes and then kind of analyze it because we're we're experts. We're experts, right? We're therapists on the side. Um, so she ends up getting this tattoo. Uh Uh-huh. 
this random cute planet and stars. Do you have tattoos? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't have like a lot, but I have I have one right here. This is my uh my mom's Sugarfoot? Sugarfoot. It was my mom's horse that uh, my granddad used to work for Elvis and that was the name of the horse that Elvis bought from my granddad. So yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> my granddad worked for Elvis Presley. He was uh the horse manager at the Circle G Ranch and my grandmother went to high uh school with him. I think it was either middle school or high school. So there were, Does, we have a big El Elvis connection in our family. Um, now you I know, see the connection not, not, of the, not hair. the hair. Yeah. No. no, it's not. I'm not the grandchild. I'm not the. I really think you are. <laughs> you guys, everyone. I have Elvis's grandchild Start the Reddit here. thread. Start the Reddit thread. <laughs> Your Patreon is gonna blow the fuck up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. So uh, wait. So so. So not only that, but you're also, you have an affinity for Sutton now because you have a love of horses. Sutton's a big uh, horse mom. I know. I know. I do love Sutton. I do. I, 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 I love her to death and I wish her nothing but the best. I just, she needs better gays in her life. Okay. Okay. Wait, hold on. We're going to get into the Sutton, but first I want to finish this Morgan tattoo scene. So then yes. what we find out later on in the episode is not only does, does Kyle like he, 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 her way through her tattoo, but then she actually tattoos Morgan as well. Now, what was interesting? So I have a friend, shout out Aliza Rosen. She's a producer. We text all the time. So she sends me a text last night and she's like, Send like watch the scenes, the back-to-back -back scenes of the tattoo, and then the Mauricio scene right after. And then, you know, let me know when you watch it. So what we've come to decide here is that it's very rare that you'll get a big scene like the tattoo scene, which was a long ass, like huge scene, and then go straight into what happens right after that scene. Usually they go back and forth between the housewives, right? They go yeah. to Garcelle, then they'll go here, then they'll so. Didn't you find it suspect that we see this one scene of Kyle acting like over the moon, excited, happy, flirty to coming home to Mauricio and obviously acting opposite? Yeah, I think it was just like a, a kind of, you know, F you to him being like, stop getting tattoos. And she's like, OK, try me. But did you also notice? Hold on. Where's my private investigator hat? Oh, sleuth. Did you also notice that when she was showing that tattoo, there was no coverage on it, no Band-Aid, it wasn't even red? So let me ask you a question, Justin. When you got Sugarfoot here, how long is it covered and doesn't it scab and stuff? Yeah, are you Elle Woods right now? Like, is Guys, this your... <laughs> we have Elvis's grandchild and Elle Woods on this line. Yeah, yeah, they have to tape it up and like, you know, put the saran wrap on it and all that stuff. So she, so she had it for a while. That was a reshoot. Mm -hmm. She basically got back in her clothes and her hair and subtle, like subtle differences you can see with jewelry. We saw, I saw this in comments. So I, I wish I came up with this on my own, but I questioned like the weirdness of the back to back. Cause you don't usually see that. And it was obviously like, let's talk about your book <clears throat> plug mm -hmm. Mauricio's book. Right. And yeah. then let's do this like whole tattoo shtick. Which, again, you know, who knew that tattoos were going to become the new housewife this season? But what do you think Mauricio is being told? Like, act stupid? Act confused? Like, Yeah, act I don't think he cares, honestly. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I feel like he cares about his kids and everything like that. But I just feel like he's just, he's now in this, like, I, he has his show now on Netflix. He's got his business 
He's on Dancing with the Stars. He's, you know, allegedly hooking up with his partner on the show, whatever. But like, I just think he's just kind of like, okay, she's going to do her thing. I'm going to do my thing. That's kind of the feeling I get. And I always kind of feel like the reason Kyle had so much freedom in her life and, you know, she would show up to so many events alone. I never got mm-hmm. the feeling that Mauricio was like a controlling, jealous husband. I felt no, 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 no. like he was, he was like, go do your thing, whatever. Yeah. And I think it could have worked forever in that way had Kyle not met Morgan. And I do believe that Morgan you know, and shout out to your Bish therapist. I don't know if you uh, know who she is, but she is a therapist that covers these housewives. But she talked about this today that Kyle had suffered like a really bad loss of her, one of her best friends, I believe committing suicide. Sorry, trigger warning, but last year. And then on top of that, she met Morgan. And Mm -hmm. Morgan to her is like, she signifies um, a version of Kyle that Kyle's always wished to be, which is healthy, skinny, sober, um, like wild. Yeah. Unleashed. I don't know. Feral. Feral. Minxy. Well, also it says so much too, because I feel like Kyle was the one that sought her out, her, you know, like she's the one who slid into the DMs. She's the one who was just kind of like, okay, let's just try it out. And I think she was flirty and nervous because I feel like once you, are seeing somebody new. It's not only like really exciting and nervous to like introduce to the group of friends, but it's also like, I want that attention because it's going to be dangerous and thrilling and like, oh my gosh, everyone's going to know. And this is happening. And, you know, totally, totally. I think that, I think that, you know, there's something that she just did for her that she wasn't able to get in other places. And like, I, this is going to sound kind of, you know, weird and I'm not an addiction expert, but a lot of times they say that if you're addicted to something and you quit it, not that she was addicted, but like she used to drink and go out and whatever. And then that part of her life kind of stopped. You mm-hmm. replace it with something that gives you that dopamine, gives you that kind of like hit, right? And I think that Morgan was a little bit of that for her and still is. Yeah. I mean, I, we know that they're still in each other's lives very strongly. Yeah. And I mean, it says a lot. I mean, she's working out at four o'clock in the morning in Vegas. Why not like try something out with Morgan? Right. Right. So, um, okay. So then the Sutton, number one, Garcelle. I love Garcelle so much. I don't know why. Me too. I love her so much. She's just so even keel. She knows exactly how to say what she's going to say. I think she's just so well spoken. She's a great mom. Seeing her in that scene with her son, I just thought it was so cute. I know. I know. They went to Thai show. They went to my restaurant here, my local restaurant. But I want you to come out with me one day. We'll have Please. to go. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, no, I, I love Garcelle. <clears throat> she's great. So she she and Sutton have that conversation, basically. Like, the whole thing is basically gearing up for this dinner party, this THC CBD party at Kyle's house, which was interesting because Kyle threw this party mm-hmm. just to um, kind of what she says. messed up. <laughs> Yeah, but she also says it's to prove to everyone that she can still have fun even though she doesn't drink. So it's a California sober party. It was a ketamine party. (laughs) I wish it was a ketamine party. Why wasn't it? I know. That would have been great. I would have loved to see Denise Richards on ketamine. Or was she already? Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I 
can't. Like her face was literally, it was like, it was, it was very, um, <laughs> flaccid. Giving wild, wild things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so so yes she has this dinner party um she looks great kyle looks beautiful everyone's coming everyone's joining they have this cbd thc infused dinner which was interesting because they went around the room to ask everyone's doses and they didn't show kyle's but i know from hearing her in some interview i think from teddy's or i don't remember what that she didn't take any cbd thc even at her own party what? so she had i know she had this party and then didn't even That's partake. That's not fair. I agree. I would That's be a mess fair. at that party. I would be sick. I would be huddled in a corner. Like, I'm not even joking you. Like, I did, there's this, like, there was a cannabis cafe, like, down on, I want to say it was like La Brea or something years ago. And I went and had, like, a Thanksgiving dinner. The food was amazing. Okay. But every time, every time, but it wasn't like infused in the food, and everyone thought it was like, oh, there's weed in the food, and it was like, no, you could just buy a joint. So there's like people smoking in the restaurant, but there's like big fans going, like to take it all out, so you're not like ah. But if it was food, goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. I know it I does can, something to you. I can handle like five milligrams or less. That's it. And normally, like, gummies are, like, 10 milligrams. So I'm, yeah. like, this big guy just, like, <laughs> biting it in half. And and um, this woman sent me, like, seasonings uh, called Dangerously Dope. And it's, like, cannabis-infused sugar, um, tahine, um, Jamaican jerk. And, like, like, I'm trying to remember. All, there's, like, a whole set of them. And I'm looking at them. And I'm, like, oh, like, cinnamon sugar for, like, the holidays. And I was like looking at the the dosage on it's like three hundred milligrams, and I'm like, is this the whole bottle? Because I don't. How I don't do you like be, measure? What would you? Oh I don't my know. gosh! I have to try it just because I'm sure it's amazing. But I I I, I just don't want to be like that girl after she sees the ring tape in the closet. Just you know, I I can't do that. You know. <sighs> I, so. I have to say, I have to say my mom once, <laughs> that's the best story of my mom. And if you knew my mom, she's like an Israeli goddess. Like she's like so out there. She's like your typical outspoken, like says whatever's on her mind. And she once <laughs> had a blueberry, a chocolate covered blueberry that her friend gave her saying like, oh, it helps you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like 20 milligrams in this goddamn Woo! little thing. And my mom <laughs> was home alone <laughs> and she took it and she said, Donna, I spent the entire night crawling the floor, <laughs> trying to get from room to room. She was panicked, panicked. I love yeah. it. Get yourself onto that side of TikTok where it's like old grandmas talking about by mistake eating too much THC. Oh, man. It's I would rather stuff. have a blow dart to the neck. Like just like just put me out. I don't want like that terrifies me. I, Horrible. Ugh. Horrible. So okay, so they have this dinner. And of course, if you're gonna eat THC, you would want to be on a freaking national TV show. Like sure, with cameras in front of you. And, I, yeah. and Erica, Erica's the best. She's like, give me something that makes me crazy, but not really crazy, but crazy. But she's so out there. Erica's is, she, is, Lent, is Lent still happening? We have to find out the date of this. When is Lent? It's between Easter. It's Easter. Yeah. Yeah. It's right before Easter. It's right after Mardi Gras. So okay. So like it's between February, February and April. Yeah. February, March. Well, well it, it, it flips. It flips every year. I think I we're think. still in Lent because um, Mauricio's book came out on April 11th. Mm -hmm. So we're still in Lent time. Erica's not fighting with anyone. She's doing great. She's doing great. Now, um, 
we did get introduced to the new housewife, Anna Marie. Uh-huh. Wait. The the woman who's married else? to the football player. Oh. Exactly. She unforgettable. <laughs> She's okay. forgettable. I'm sorry. She's forgettable. I don't want Anna Marie. I want Marie Lou. That's what I want. We need the crossover. Why isn't Marie Lou at that table? But Camille was, oh. and Camille and Denise, unless next week gives us something really good, they're wasted. In not wasted. Well, <laughs> well, Denise is wasted, but they're wasted like at that party in the sense of like they're so good, but they're not being utilized. Yeah. No, they're not. And I think next week probably they will that will happen because right now they're just they're just giving like Cinderella stepsisters walking in. <laughs> totally. And they're totally. just like Hello, did you miss us? I'm like, God, who dug y'all out of the trash? You know, someone said Romy and Michelle. Well, oh, they wish. I oh, know. They wish. I know. So anyway, they have this dinner, but before the dinner, of course, Sutton and Kyle have to have another one-on-one in the office library. God knows where we are at this point in the house. And listen, I'm just going to tell you honestly. I know that a lot of people find Sutton off. She is. But I personally, yeah. believe, but I, I personally believe Sutton hasn't changed. I think she's been like this since season one or since her first season. And what really, really irks me is mm-hmm. how Kyle doesn't give Sutton any grace, doesn't give her the time of day. I feel like no matter what Sutton will say to Kyle, she'll get ridiculed, mocked, rolled eyes. Um, you know what I mean? It's condescending yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Do you and think? I, yeah, I definitely think so. And I think this is like, I think Sutton's trying to like stand up for herself and it's just coming across as like, oh, like, I don't think she's really had to do it a lot, especially with this group of people and in, in this mm-hmm. kind of situation where Kyle is just kind of bulldozing over her and she's just trying to stick up for herself. And when she does, you're just kind of like, oh, like she's trying so hard, you know, know, name them, name them. There's nothing like know. it. Nothing I mean, like it. But Do even you... Kyle now, like she was on the red carpet for, I think it was Kathy's uh, Christmas party. TV party. Yeah. And she was like, she, she couldn't help herself but talk shit about Sutton. She's like, who's your least favorite here? She's like Sutton, like not even a beat. And it's just like, come on lady, it's Christmas. Like <laughs> there's a, the, it really, she really has a, a bone to pick with Sutton as if Sutton's done something so awful. But I think that there was some sort of unwritten feeling that Kyle felt maybe betrayed. Like why does Sutton keep wanting to bring up my, my shit, but we've watched the show. Kyle has always been involved in bringing up other people's stuff. This is the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It seems oddly unfairly pushed towards Sutton. Whereas when Dorit sat there with Kyle in, in Vegas and she's like, what's going on with you and Mo or in the car, Kyle is not upset by that. Why is she only upset when Sutton does it? Cause I feel like Sutton, they need a punching bag this season. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah. And I feel like Sutton's just kind of the one that she's a little weaker. And so she's easier to pick on, especially with like, and, you know, I think she's, she's dealing with that stuff with like her ex-husband and dating and being single. And, but at the same time, trying to still stick to this narrative of just kind of like being a good Southern girl and, talking about it but then when you actually see like a magic mic show and 
you freak out or like, oh my God, you know, I'm like, you do know Erica, like I thought that whole scene was weird with Erica Jane and the dancer. And she's like, I got to get out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm like, first of all, that's like her friend. And like, it wasn't anything crazy, but I just feel like after a few, um, several, uh, drinks, that's when she kind of gets a little weird and panicky and flustered and, yeah. um, and plus I've been to that show and it is very like, Oh God, like you can get like anxiety and <laughs> have a panic attack because everyone's just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. at these guys. So, yeah, I mean, listen, uh, like I said, I don't think Sutton is someone that I'd want to maybe necessarily become friends with. Actually, most of these women I wouldn't, but to watch on TV and I don't, and what's weird is that a lot of people are saying Sutton's getting a good edit versus the other ones. Like Sutton always gets the good edit, which to me, I don't agree with. I think it's the opposite because Kyle, yeah. but Kyle's also so like she's Andy's favorite housewife. Andy's like said that before. She she and Alex Baskin the producer like they're very tight. I don't mm -hmm. think that they would give Sutton such a great edit and make Kyle look bad. I think what we're seeing is really what was transpiring which was Kyle was a little bit maybe melting down a little bit and then felt like the only person that she could really take it all out on was Sutton. Yeah. She's she doesn't want to she doesn't want to sorry. She doesn't want to take it out on um you know Erica she doesn't want to take it out on Garcelle. She's scared of everyone else. She, but yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. if, if if she's not afraid of Sutton, because I feel like Sutton will just fumble over her words, yeah. because she's she's just going to be too nervous to kind of stick up for herself. And like I said, like when she sticks up for herself, it just kind of comes out as like, bah! and then Kyle's just like, really, that's all you got? Like, oh, Sutton, you're so crazy. Oh, you, you know. Yeah. And, and, and think, it just kind of pushes her into a corner a little bit. Totally. And after last season, like part of the reason why I thought Kyle got sober was seeing herself and her behavior last season when she was attacking Sutton at Diana's party. Like, remember when Sutton's like, I got, I had an abortion or a miscarriage, God forbid, you know, remember, I can't remember specifically what oh, happened. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And Kyle was like, no, you did. <laughs> like, yeah. No. I thought to myself, Kyle saw that and was like, I got an ixnay on the, on the tequila, you know? But now, sober, she's almost acting meaner in a way. Like, mm -hmm. she's emotionally taking her down. And she basically is making her, you know, feel, like, insane that she would be upset that her son would have to possibly move to another continent. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw a tweet where Kyle had, Kyle panicked over her daughter moving to college a couple seasons ago. Like, it was, like, hysteria, crying every season, every episode. But this is... yeah. And I feel like, meanwhile, Lisa Barlow's like, my son's going to Columbia. <laughs> you know, it's like, like Columbia? <laughs> like, Le Lisa Barlow is an enigma. I would love Lisa Barlow at that THC dinner. Oh, love absolutely. It. That would be, I mean, Meredith Marks would sound exactly the same as she does now, but the rumors. Maybe your your husband. You <laughs> can. <laughs> Leave. leave. Like, how has no one mashed up her and Gandalf with the staff yet? Like, that's what I want. <laughs> it's a, like, the housewives, thank goodness for them. They have given us so much this year. As yeah. we wrap up our episode today and, you know, coming up on the end of the year, between name them, you can leave, little girl. Little girl. I mean, I'm sure there's a few others that I can think of that I can't think of off the top of my head that just... You know, the opera? I mean, uh, <laughs> Carcass Out. I mean, that's one of my favorites. I like to read, but Carcass Out, yes. A Carcass car Out. I'm going to order that. 
Next time I go out for a drink, I'm getting a carcass out. I want a carcass in. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say martini carcass in. Uh, carcass in. Um, yeah, there's been so many. And oh, wait, I had to tell you because I, I told you about how I had the run in with Angie and Whitney. And it was the night of the Christmas party. The night of the Christmas, Christmas party. party. Yes. See it. Tell us. Name well, I had it was the same night of my um tonight show showcase. And um afterwards we went out to Orbar in West Hollywood just to kind of have like a little like little grouping. My friend Kyle and Evan, my friend Beck were with me. And we were sitting at the bar, and all of a sudden we like looked over and we see Whitney and Angie walking <laughs> into this bar, and we were like, Is that Angie Whitney? Oh and my Angie, God. Angie comes up to the bar. First of all, Angie looks amazing. They both looked great, but Angie, like, I was like, I thought even more beautiful in person than I saw a picture show. of her on the red carpet with those boobs. She's hot. Like, hot. she is a little Grecian, like, hero of just like, wow, she's gorgeous. Was she with um, her, her husband? She was with like a group of guys. So I'm assuming they were just kind of like, gaze from the party it was so like her they, husband no I'm just joking. i don't know i know i don't know i have no idea who she was with i was not invited i did not go i did i just saw them there and like she comes up to the bar and my friend beck just looks at her and he's just like hey you look so great she's like thank you thank you so much like it was really cool and i saw and then whitney was sitting there in her red dress like with her back to us and it was just such a cool moment because they're like watching this show and like i this is the first time I've actually got into Salt Lake. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> like, see anything? No, 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 no. I didn't. I don't know. I'm just now getting into that kind of world, I guess, of just the housewife. So I'm just still very intimidated by all of them. I get so. it. But seeing a housewife in, in real life, seeing a housewife like out in the wild. It's like seeing bananas. Yeah. It is bananas because there's such anomalies and they're so gorgeous and they're so perfect. Yeah. And like so much, like they have six layers foundation on. Shellacked. Shellacked. Like they, they basically come in with a camera and uh, a light. Like they're so mm -hmm. perfect. And yeah. whenever, I mean, even at BravoCon seeing them, it's trippy. But to see them at a bar, it's like, wait, what? But also at like a gay bar, like on a random night, I was just like, what? I mean, there was. So what's Orbar? Um, Where is it? Orbar, Orbar is on the corner of Santa Monica Boulevard and, um, oh my gosh, I used to live on that street. What is it? Babe, where's Orbar? Is Santa Monica and what? Um, Laurel? No. Oh my God, I can't. La Jolla? La Jolla. There it is. Sa Santa Monica, La Jolla. No, I knew it. I used to live on that street. I like, Got right it. Across, but it used to be Gold Coast, which was the oldest, like, diviest. Yes. I love that bar. You get, like, six dollar pictures of beer there was like darts and pool table and they like gutted it during covid and now it's turned into this like disco they call it a cocaine bar which i'm like oh uh. so it just has like this like disco like 70s kind of like a little like studio 54 kind of lounge it has this gorgeous like chandelier that just encircles the whole bar and it's just fun it's just like kind of a chill place to lounge and yeah and they walked in and i was just like oh my gosh but yeah, they they looked amazing. I feel like they need to make like some sort of like a housewives car wash and they just like assembly them in and just <laughs> just spray them all. And then at the end, they're just glammed out. So I, I just I'm so enamored by them all. I just think they're so awesome to watch. I am yeah. so um, such a fan of the housewives universe and Bravo mm -hmm. in general. I just think it's mm -hmm. it's it's given us nothing 
but joy and entertainment. Yeah. Totally. And also some stress, but you know, it's, it's been fun. And thank you, Lauren, who says, love you both. I feel like we're just watching two friends chatting and gossiping, but in oh, front yeah. of 500 people. So oh, there's 500 people in here. We've got almost 500 people in here right now. Oh, wow. I know. Now are you nervous? No, I've done more. You wanna, you wanna, <laughs> excuse me. Do you want to, um, <laughs> do you want to practice any of your material from the weekend? Maybe this is your moment. You can just I check. Mean- I'm going to have some really good material. I'm actually really excited because my brother is um, in Denver now, and he's actually in the Air Force. So he's driving through tomorrow to Colorado uh, Springs. And I was like, come to my show. And he's like, okay, I will. So I haven't seen him. He's a major in the Air Force, too. So it's like they just had a new – him and his wife had a baby. So I haven't seen him in a while. I don't actually ever think – I don't think he's seen me perform. Your brother, my yeah, my middle brother hasn't has never. How seen many brothers before. do you have? I have two brothers and a sister. Wow, you come from a family of four. Are you Mormon? Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> the well, rumors was... aren't true. No. <laughs> that no. is so exciting that your brother is coming. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that'll that'll play. But I definitely feel like my material is going to be coming from you know California boy going to <laughs> the Arctic tundra. <laughs> like, so I'm do be you write like it? Do you write it like yeah. day of some of it? Oh yeah, like I, I, I mean, I have my material now that I'm like, okay, da, 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 da. and then like once I get there, I like to like take the city I'm in and kind of make them feel part of it and kind of joke around with my observations that I'm seeing in their town and like what they, what the what they Colorado wear. Colorado is very yeah. well. It's cold. They're skiing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if you're near Boulder, there's a lot of pot. Well, I know, and mushrooms, I think, too. But I don't know. These oh. are like, I feel like this is like Air Force, so they're kind of like a little conservative or whatever, but like, whatever. We're oh, my gosh. Try. You're going to have plain humor. Air, aviation humor. Aviation unlike anything humor. else. Aviation humor. <laughs> like, the Lots Wright of- brothers, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Top Gun jokes. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's oh, that? my gosh. Uh, guess, I love it. Guess who I found on the way over here? Amelia Earhart. <laughs> so, I don't want to offend the oh. Amelia Earhart community. I'm sorry. It's a tragedy. We're still dealing with it. It's they have a big subreddit on threat on Reddit. So like you're screwed. Justin Martindale made fun of Amelia Earhart. <laughs> he hates him. women. He hates women. Um, uh, okay, I love you, Justin. This was so much too. fun. The audience yes. clearly really loved having you here too, minus a couple lovely people. Um, oh yeah, wait, by the way, I want to say yeah. something because I saw something in the comments. Yeah. I never said I had a problem with middle-aged women. I love middle-aged not. women. The comment was grown women drama. There you it's go. It's a thing. Grown women, I mean grown women, I mean grown men. Just, that was it. I never... Never, never, never said I have a problem with middle-aged women. Because as a middle-aged woman myself, (laughs) I see you. You are heard. Your opinions matter. And I love middle-aged women at my shows. So thanks, comments. I see you. I see you, comment. You guys are the best. What what is a middle-aged woman officially? Is it like 40s? Is it am I a middle-aged woman? Strong woman with a good heart who loves wine. <laughs> you hit it on the head. Um, okay, so I appreciate you. And this would be your moment. If you want to get anything else out, tell everyone where to find you, where to follow yeah. you, where to subscribe. 
Follow me on Instagram at Justin Martindale. You can follow my podcast, Just Saying with Justin Martindale, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. You can actually watch it on YouTube as well. So there's the, the audio comes out Tuesday night at nine o'clock Pacific. And then the video is available Wednesday morning at like 5 a.m. Pacific. Um, and yeah, follow me on Patreon. You're going to help me. You're helping me. Gonna. Um, I just need some pointers. And uh, yeah, I, it, we're just going to have a really good end of the year and a very fun time in 2024. I can't wait to see what happens to your life and career in 2024. <laughs> and we'll see how many you know, <laughs> Elvis. I, I mean, the fact that I'm here with Elvis's grandson is just so yes. crazy to me. Like who knew? Oh. Who knew? Graceland. <laughs> um, so I'm <laughs> just starting rumors. Rumors. About the husband. Rumors about Elvis. Uh, <laughs> All right, Justin, thank you so much. Dosers, thank yes. you so much for being so kind here. And make sure to follow Justin. And I will see you guys tomorrow because tonight is the Golden Bachelor. And we are going to see if Gary picks Leslie or Teresa. I'll talk all about that more tomorrow. I'm not going to bother you with that because he's probably your grandfather too, you know, knowing yes, you. Yes, I have multiple grandfathers. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the next episode of Daily Dose of Donna. You guys have a great one. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, Justin. Bye, honey. Thank you.